Good afternoon and welcome to Side Dish, your podcast about Longmont, all the stuff you want to know and very little that you need to know. I am Eric Rozeppa. And I am Brady Steffel. Hey, Brady. Well, how are things? Things are fine. Yeah, <laughs> things are fine. Yeah. It's just fine. I mean, it's, it's fall now, apparently. It's actually fall. Uh, yeah. Yesterday was like the first day I thought, hey, um, boy, it, it's really fall. We woke up. It was the nice weather or it was warmer than it was you would have thought in the morning and then it got warm quick and then the wind and then all of a sudden uh, I had the windows open and I was freezing my butt off and it was like holy cow uh, it's it's legit cold outside it, it actually just got cold so um, dropped really fast in the afternoon it, it feels finally like fall which hopefully is good for the fires that we got going on it is it's really cool I mean I had to like it re- literally is cool and figuratively is cool, I guess, too, as well. But um, no, I mean, it's like all of a sudden, like a ton of leaves everywhere. Yeah. So that was the first part. And then secondly, the leaves decided to invade the house and go into the back door and come yeah. in the house all over the place. And then it was finally time to, I had a ton of potted plants outside. And so I finally decided to rescue them and say, you know, it's done. We're going to take you inside. So a lot of cacti yeah, think- and some other things. So. That stuff's definitely got to come in. I got to bring my lime tree in, I think. And then the rest of it, we'll probably just see how it does. Uh, you know, if, if it dies, it dies. A lot of it's just like we saved it once already in that last snow wintry mix thing. And this time it's like, well, yeah, whatever. Yeah. If, it, if it lasts, it lasts. Yep. Um, winter yep. stuff is is good. So, yeah. So what else is going on? You got anything, any, any news here? This is uh, like a little buzzy buzz. Buzzy buzz. Are we going right to the buzz? You okay. wanna you wanna waffle on about our talk, pointless lives talk. where we yeah. don't do anything because of the you wanna uh, t- I did sweet. get in an auto accident, so that was not fun. Oh no. Big news. Uh, what happened? My car is is gone. It's bad. So the the, yeah. the Scubaru? The Subaru, yeah. yeah. Sad day. Yeah. Yeah. How long Can't you open the thing? doors. Uh, about seven years. So yeah. yeah. I was gonna say yeah, she's, she's getting on in years. That, but you know, I'm fortunate. I'm okay. Oddly enough, um, you look was, good. Yeah, got a little scrape on my head, but that's it. So I was fortunate that way. But uh, yeah, I never. Uh, I always, I always was kind of puzzled when people say, "Oh, I was t-boned." I'm like, "That's what happened to me." So yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Yeah, those can be bad. I'm glad you're all right. Yeah, it's cool. It's all good. But anyway, uh, let's see. Let us get on to the buzz because we do have a special guest. So we want to make sure we get into some stuff here. Um, Halloween. You know, this really fascinates me because you had actually kind of brought up Halloween. And I've been thinking about it since we have decorated our house for Halloween. And I'm wondering, will we get trick-or-treaters this year? My wife is saying no. What what say you? Um, I think there's still going to be some intrepid folks out. There's a lot of people that are just convinced that the the kids will never make it if they don't, you know, if they just can't be allowed to be kids. Oh, yeah. you know, and I, okay, you know, I, I get it. Like you gotta, you gotta find stuff to do, but I would think safety, you know, I'm a little bit mortise, the safety tortoise, but, uh, they've, they've issued <laughs> guidelines saying, Hey, uh, yeah, you know, you can, you can do it. Uh, I'm trying to see who actually issued this. But the Colorado and Cindy of Denver have unveiled guidance for safe trick-or-treating. I probably will just turn the light off. I don't think I'm going to want to deal with it. I might I might put bags or something outside of candy. Mm-hmm. You know, and just be like, here you go, yeah. self-served. If some little little thieving imp comes by and robs me, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> you know, run that risk. So right, you're going to be the grouchy light. old man who turns off his light and, you know. Well, yeah, well, you know, you can have fun with it. Because I think if you want to, well, what they said is, you know, wear the mask. It's... it's which, yeah. I'm not going to get into it. There's a whole, you know, the masking. Oh my God. Yeah. But there's, you know, there's like, 
you wear your masks, stay apart, stay with your group, stay with your kid, right? Don't let your kid wander off. So a lot less convivial. And But then, you know, there's people out with the wagon, with the beer wagon, and they're, you know, they're usually doing that. And it gets to be a little loosey-goosey. And I just, you know, it's it's one of those things where, you know, yeah. paying attention, it, it can be a way for people to get sick. But at any rate, they said, look, you don't want to deal with it. Make little bundles of candy or whatever, and then stick it outside. And so, like, why not hang a little clothesline and just have, you know, the kids can walk by and grab it or something. I don't know. Kind of defeats the point of trick-or-treating. The whole interaction thing seems like a big piece of it. I was saying earlier, she's going to wrist rocket and just like they can ring the bell and they can open the door and I'll just shoot candy at them from the back of the yeah. living room or something. Yeah. <laughs> you know, one of my pet peeves, I have to say, when our kids were little, we would have our kids um, go trick or treating and then uh, they'd, we'd have people come to our door. Our kids would go trick or treating and then they would ultimately try to go to some of the other neighborhood houses. Yeah. Those kids had already come to our house. Yeah. And then all of a sudden their families decided, oh, we're going to go to the mall now and go get candy. And we're like, but that's not what works here. It's a trade-off. Like you get candy from us, we get candy from you. So we decided just to take off, like get candy from us and then take off. That doesn't seem very fair. So that always, that's, that's a little bit of a pet peeve with me. You know, so like I'm going to encourage people that if you're going to trick or treat, you know, and you're going to send your kids over to your neighbor's house please make sure you're there to receive them too. So it's kind of, again, it's an exchange. It's not a one-sided affair. Right. <laughs> First world problems. Old men grouse about the weather. Today. That's right. Uh, hey, um, and we forgot, we actually had some input from some of our listeners or avid listeners. Yeah, and yeah, one yeah. of them said that you, you'd kept calling a bud tender, a butt tender. So he was wondering what the heck John was wondering what the heck that meant. So <laughs> thanks, yeah. Thanks for the call out, John. <laughs> In my lazy mouth. <laughs> Get my articulation. I know it's the bud tender. In case it's not clear, you don't smoke the leaves of the plant. You pull the you pull the buds off, and you know the, the buds are the the useful part from a psychoactive perspective. So that's what you use. So it's you know I I, I don't mind a nice butt. I know I'll go on the record. I don't think that's a big revelation for anybody. But uh, we're talking about bud, the old bud tenders. So yeah, yeah, that's what they do over there. We had another one too. Somebody sent something in, right? I saw. Yeah, so Joe Flex was talking about I oh my gosh, I'm catching I'm getting caught J Flex, yeah, J Flex. J Flex. Yeah, hang on real quick here. I've got it in front of me. Yeah, so it said uh I got it up to Okay, good. The the food trucks thing is actually organized by the Kaufman House, where the Kaufman House is on the corner of Kaufman and Third, and was once the home of the Dickens family, which is kind of neat. Yeah. Uh believes that some of it is up to boarding now. Uh, he knows that the guy who runs it's named Stan. Perhaps if you contacted him, which we didn't. <laughs> we <get a> <laughs> of course not. We See, don't need greater we don't need detail. Follow-up. We don't know. Uh, we don't like, need facts. Jay Flex, my man, I appreciate the, the call out and uh, your take on the hot dog. <laughs> I love that this has become our thing. What's a hot dog? Everybody's got, a, everybody's got their thing. Um, just picking through the rest of this. Yeah, so it sounds like... Um, you know, that's who puts it on. It's kind of neat that that's going on. I'm, I'm happy to see that we've got a space in town. Uh, I think a hot dog's probably a sandwich. I'm going to go on record. That's kind of my take. It's your dig. Yeah, that's yeah your I thing. think like, yeah. you know, I'm not like married to this. I don't want to get a knockdown dragon. I enjoy hearing people what, what to say. <laughs> I got to play with here over this. But <laughs> the other thing our friend John, too, also says, he said for us, uh, uh, other people who are not uh, conversant in Dios de los Muertos, um, the animated film Coco is a great 
portrayal of that. And in fact, Alejandro over at Summit Tacos concurs. So he was huh. telling me that um, he has an offerendum up there, and he said that uh, that Coco actually portrayed it pretty accurately. So Disney did a good job on that one. Huh. And so I can't watch that movie because I sobbed like a baby. Uh, that one just makes me cry really bad. So I can't do that. So he's a tenderhearted man. Can't do it again. Yep. Can't watch that one again. So that one is, uh, while I will, I will say definitely, I agree, but, uh, just not going to watch that movie again. Cause it's uh, pretty sad. There's a lot of movies like that for, for follow up on that. It looks like it is playing around. Like it's, it's out now again, probably yeah. for those mortos. So yeah. Century Boulder, AMC Orchard, whatever. If you want to go do the movie thing, I guess that's planned. But yeah, there's a few movies, like great movies that I'll never watch again. Yeah. Never watch again. Yeah. Like Grave of the Fireflies, uh, yeah. horrible. I mean, an amazing yeah. movie, but like it's an animated thing about, I think, post-war Japan after World War II. And these kids suffer the entire time. And it's it's a good film, but it's miserable. Yeah, it sounds like Lord of the Flies, so we're not going to... Yeah. Lord of the Flies, yeah. Just like yeah. real bangers that you yeah. want to like first, first date movies. You know? you know, we can talk about that dystopian movies that I've seen in the seventies. Yeah. We had a lot of dystopian movies because everything was going to go to hell in a handbasket. So we had tons of dystopian movies, which I paid money to go see as a young child. So yeah, um, yeah. But um, we do have our guest on the line, so I want to keep Jesse waiting. So I'll get him in here real quickly, and we'll get talking to him about about all things sandwich and uh, other things too. So let's get his take. Yeah, exactly. I mean, why not? I mean, the sandwich one, I'm not sure. Hey, Jesse, how are you doing? Good. How are you, Eric? Good. So, Jesse, um, Brady Steffel is my co-host, and uh, we're really ever so grateful that you're here to kind of talk to us about Sticker Giant and talk to us about yourselves as well, um, or yourself as well. So, Jesse, can you tell me how to pronounce your last name correctly? I appreciate it. Yeah, it's uh, Freitas. Freitas. Okay, thank you very much. And your position at Sticker Giant is? Uh, Director of Marketing. Perfect. And um, so our first question, we we do some hard-handling journalism here, so we want to know, do you think a hot dog is a sandwich or not? Oh, I actually, you know, the funny part about this question is someone asked a similar question on our work Slack earlier this year, like during these virtual times we're all living in, uh, there's been some funny dialogue. I don't think it's a sandwich, but I, I just, I look at menus and a hot dog's not listed. I don't think it's typically listed under sandwiches. So I think a hot dog's <laughs> its own thing. Okay. And then a follow-up question. Go ahead, Brady. I, I want to. I want to know the take on why. I want to know what the like. Is it just because it's where it's listed on the menu? It's just a different thing, right? Like you have a different uh, baked bread, even to put around it, typically. And then, I mean, you can go to it. You can find lots of passionate people about what you can and can't put on a hot dog, too. But um, right. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna push this a little bit more. I, got to, I think about this a lot. <laughs> talking about this every week. Okay, so. What if you went, you know, and you had like a Subway style roll and you put a hot dog in there? Like it was, you know, because they used to, Subway used to cut the tops out in that little V shape. That was a whole well, unique thing. And by the standards of a lot of people that that wouldn't be because they're like, no, nah, it's two, between two pieces of bread. They forego the whole sub thing. They're like, doesn't count. It's a whole other thing. And I'm like, really? Yeah. I, I, I think people would identify different ways, you know, like someone who loves sandwiches might hate hot dogs. So it would be hard to put a hot dog in a sandwich category. You could also say that Subway doesn't, at least last time I checked, they don't sell hot dogs, right? So No, but they sell meatballs. <laughs> and this is the other thing I was going to ask. What? 
I don't really like a meatball sub anyway. I think they're kind of weird. But if, what if you took and just extruded one long tube, right, of of meatball sausage and you threw that on and, and dressed it up like a normal or, meatball sub sandwich? Or you sandwich. just had a sausage sandwich, yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you got a, meat tube, a different type of meat tube. I, I think I it, it all depends what you want to sell, right? Isn't it um, – well, I can't remember who. One of the main pizza uh, <clears throat> makers, Domino's or Pizza, someone's selling like uh, chicken – chicken fajita pizzas or something because they're like don't get in a hamburger one because they're like it's the only way to get to go food is to put it on a pizza rather than actually order a hamburger if you want it and i'm just oh yeah yeah that's just a weird well way to sell more things like you should probably just keep selling pizza (laughs) (laughs) well it's really funny so (laughs) we're gonna we we digress so we're gonna come back around jesse to tell us everybody who you are and like you know where'd you come from where'd you grow up why are you here what do you do yeah, well, I I feel like I'm a Longmont native, but I'm not technically. I was uh, uh, born I- into the Air Force life. My father was a major in the Air Force, so I've lived a little bit of everywhere, but we landed in Colorado when I was nine years old and um, lived in Longmont right then and moved away for a while. But I went to, I'm a Niwot High School graduate of 2000, class of 2002, been living back in Longmont really since I got my job at Sticker Giant. I, I lived in Austin, Texas for a little bit there too, just trying different places. But um, yeah, this front range community in Longmont is my home. Um, got my degree in marketing uh, just up the road at Metropolitan State University of Denver in marketing. And uh, I've had the pleasure of being part of Sticker Giant for the last almost six years now and uh, got to Got to join that crew when uh, Sticker Giant was still out in hygiene. So yeah. not Longmont, but kind of Longmont. Uh, and uh, yeah, I've been there ever since and we've been growing. And there you go. You got your side dish sticker there. We did. We uh, got our so- side dish stickers. Brady doesn't know this at Sticker Giant. So ah. tell us what Sticker Giant does then. And can you tell us the history of the name as well, which I think is kind of funny. So. Yeah. Um, so Sticker Giant, we print promotional stickers and product labels, and uh, we are an e-commerce driven uh, maker. Uh, so we have the production facility right here in Longmont, Colorado, um, producing, gosh, what are we at nowadays? I think we do like seven miles of sticky substrate runs through all our machines a day and three, we're closing in on almost 400 orders a day. It's been around 350 average. Um, and we're doing business all over the United States and Canada, uh, New York, LA and, uh, Chicago are actually our top three biggest markets. Um, so that's what, that's what we do. Um, and then, uh, yeah, the name sticker giant. So for those that don't know, sticker giant's been around for 20 years. We actually just had that birthday was September 27th. Um, and the, the origin story as it goes, uh, John Fisher is the founder and it started in his basement 20 years ago and, uh, obviously didn't have the name quite well, I guess at at September 27th, it did, it was incorporated. But, um, when he started coming about with that name, he wanted to be the, the Amazon of stickers. So at the time, Amazon was still just a retail bookstore, right? And he wanted to be that of stickers retail online. And the sticker giant name came because John is a six foot five, large, (laughs) like just tall human being. And so he was the original sticker giant. And 20 years later, we actually refer to all our employees and ourselves as giants because it started with the one sticker giant. And now 
we're all giants helping make stickers and labels every day. So how tall are you? Uh, six one. Six one. Oh, so okay. you probably have to be over six foot to work, six feet to work there. I guess I'm not. We, I'm not going to. Yeah. Yeah, so. <laughs> we don't have that requirement. Eric. Okay. <laughs> I, I have a friend who's six five, and like he's he's always talking about like ah the drinking fountains. Nobody ever thinks about tall people. It's like. Dude, look at the look at the curb. Like you are so far up there on the curb. You're so big. Like you're. What do you like? Everybody is shorter than you. Like ninety nine percent of the population. Yeah. Um. That it's just an exceptionally big person. I yeah. love that idea. That that's that's so what I drink. Do. Drinking fountains try, you know, they got the yeah. really short one for ADA probably. And then the, the slightly higher one, but yes, I, yeah. at six one, I don't even appreciate water fountain heights. No. And at my house, I live in old town. And so it's like you, anybody who's my height or taller just scrapes their head and everything in the basement. And Eric came by and he's like, Oh, this is great. Well, Jesse, <laughs> like to, be, Jesse to be fair, Brady paints himself as a giant, which cracks me up because I'm five, seven and a half, probably five, seven now is my advanced age. Brady's probably five, seven and a half, maybe five, eight. So yeah, on a good day. Right. So it's not like he's towering over me. I just, I just always laugh at that. But anyway, we'll get into That's our argument about, his, about his, his height again uh, sometime. <laughs> but, but so tell us like, why did John, what, what did John gravitate towards stickers or this, this method of kind of wanting to take over the world with this, this product? Well, is you know, his original idea was uh, it was after the, the, um, Bush Gore election when we didn't have a president for three weeks. So he came up with the idea of a, he is not my president bumper sticker, ah. which at the, which at the time was perfect, right? Like there just was no official president. And so regardless of what side of the fence you were on, it was the perfect bumper sticker. So he, he came up with this idea and actually started selling them on a, a, a online Yahoo store that he set up, sold 30,000 before he actually even had a sticker. So the, the idea around wow. stickers from that point on was just like, this is how, well, there was two things happening. There was the dot-com boom. So the selling online was still very new at the time. Like you couldn't buy stickers online. So he hit a new niche right when it was happening and selling stickers. And stickers are also a way people are passionate. You know, they want to say something, they want to express their, whether it's a political view or just the sports team they follow or the local community podcast they listen to. Side um, dish. Yeah, side exactly. dish. Exactly. Sticker, yeah. Yeah. yeah, or a brewery you walk in, you know, like stickers are everywhere. And so in that simple moment of selling a, an idea and a timely one at that, he created this store. And, um, you know, seven years into the business, people kept asking, can I print custom stickers with you, which is kind of where the evolution and shift to Sticker Giant today as an e-commerce business that only sells custom stickers based on whatever art you send us. But that's that's where it all started from. And uh, yeah, you pause and think about it in the world and whether you're driving and see bumper stickers, it's the most obvious one. But even... Uh, labels are just a lighter material of sticker that they're on every product at the store practically you go in and buy. And if you're starting a local small craft business, uh, labels are a great way, inexpensive way to get branding on your product and start selling. Right. Because when we, earlier, uh, we were talking about uh, <laughs> the increased beer consumption during the pandemic and how now some of the uh, beer companies, even in town, have chosen not to throw away runs of cans that they're not going to use anymore. Like, right. They have these cans, either the, the typo or 
the batch ran out or whatever. And instead they're just getting a plastic label sticker, basically slapping that on it saying, why melt this thing down and reprint it when we can just use what we have? Cause the aluminum stock, I guess is really short. So that's, that's the type of thing you guys do that kind of stuff or. Yeah, definitely. And, uh, <clears throat> I think it's obvious now, but to go food and like the tamper evident label seals, like this mm -hmm. has been sealed. We started doing more of those and the brewery, uh, cans took off. And then after the aluminum shortage that you just mentioned, the, the neat thing we do is we do custom shapes and we use lasers in our finishing, which isn't only fun for videos and content, but as soon as some of these brewers I've heard have started to have to look at different sizes of cans, well, a label can apply and we can just cut it to whatever specs you need rather than having the shrink sleeve or the custom printed cans that, well, you can't even buy the cans, right? So yeah, there's a lot going on with that right now. So I have to ask you, did he trademark the he is not my president slogan or was he able to do that? I'm just curious because it seems- you know, that's it's a good question. I know he still has the website, um, yeah. but I don't know if he actually went as far to get the trademark for that or not, since it yeah. was never like really a business. Plus they're kind of, in my experience, trademarks can, they can be kind of uh, uh, touchy if you're not running a business with whatever it is you're trying to yeah. trademark. Yeah. So. I was just curious. So, um, so what, uh, what are the plans for sticker giant kind of moving forward? And uh, is it uh, obviously it sounds like business is growing. Are there, any needs to expand where you are, your footprint, you're out by, uh, is it Weaver Road or Weaver Place? I can't remember what it is. But. Yeah, we're, we're over on Weaver Park Road by the Sugar Mill uh, here in Longmont. And uh, you know, this it's an interesting question because yes, growth is always what we're doing. And we're a fast growth company and you know we're doing business all over the US and Canada. Uh, there's more business to, to, to be had. Um, and as we grow, we're expanding. So we're in two buildings now over on Weaver Park, um, kind of growing into the building across the street right now in a few of those units. And then we're planning on growing our footprint right here in Longmont and our manufacturing facility is full. Like next, one of the next machines we buy, we have to get a new building or expand. So uh, yeah, growth, growth is always on our mind and something we're... Uh, that's always a challenge, but it's a fun one. And the virtual world is always is also part of this because a year ago we were doing tours of our facility. Um, we have a Guinness World Record for the largest sticker ball. That's a roadside attraction. And since COVID regulations kicked in, we've kind of been uh, we're just manufacturing facility now without outside visitors. So if I can forecast the future when things kind of come full circle. Um, we'll expand that and keep growing our sticker giant campus here in Longmont while delivering stickers and labels all over the U S and, and maybe to Mexico would probably be the next bigger market, but we'll see. Oh, and then I have to tell you, I want to commend your web designer or whomever does your commerce, your e-commerce. It is so easy to order from your site. It's crazy easy. And then you get it like an interface from somebody who says, Hey, I'm just checking in to make sure you're all good and here's the proof and it's you're all set and it just it it's just incredibly easy i can't get over it i, I feel I like we're, we're working for a kickback here yeah <laughs> <laughs> this, not, this is not everybody with, no it's with everybody promo code, with <laughs> promo code side to save 10 percent yeah. of your first hey, order <laughs> hey we talked about terrapin last week so anyway um you can probably get that 10 percent order if you go online anyway um but i just i just want to give commend you for that i think that's probably a part of the success that you all have is that it's pretty easy to order stickers 
Yeah, I like to, you know, to not make it a sales pitch. I like to think about it as even when John started this early in the day, he made stickers accessible to everyone. Whereas before you had to go through a large label printer or print on like, you know, Avery label sheets or something like that. And it didn't really give people, a consumer or, you know, a small business entrepreneur, et cetera, the opportunity to print something that looked high quality. And our goal has always been to make it easy to use and a nice UI and just simple because it should be And printing. Anything always feels complex. So the more we can take out of that process is our goal. And you ask what we're going to keep doing in the future. It's going to be to keep trying to make it easier. So constantly working on that website and trying to make it even, even simpler. Awesome. Awesome. So Jesse, we're going to get you out of here on this question. So can you tell us what, like what you like about Longmont, uh, either from a personal or a business standpoint, it really doesn't matter, but you know, what do you really appreciate about Longmont and why is, why are you here? And perhaps why is sticker giant here? Yeah. Can I just say fast internet? Is that the answer you always get? <laughs> no, actually um, not. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm just kidding. That's not, that's not the reason, but I, I will tell you that the gigabyte network has sure been nice living here. Um, you know, let me answer it two ways. I mean, for sticker giant, it, it is a little bit the the internet side and the economic, uh, development partnership has been so pivotal pivotal um, in from when we moved to hygiene and came to Longmont. They made it hard to like leave, right? And, and ultimately that was John's decision at the time. But there's such good people here and community and support for businesses. And, um, you know, you just can't beat that. That's, that's everything you need when running a business. And I look at a business as it, a business is the community. Like a community is just made up of businesses because otherwise we wouldn't have money to buy homes and everything else that you think of in a community. So, um, and I think that's the magic of what's at Sticker Giant. It started with John, but it's giving back to the community and making sure, you know, employees are the first part of what we do them having a livelihood, being able to contribute, being able to go shop in a community. And, and I love where Sticker Giant's heart has been at this whole time. From before when I came till now, it's putting people first. It starts with our employees. It spreads into the community. And that type of thing is infectious and people latch on to it. And it, and it makes Longmont a better place ultimately. Um, for me personally, it's funny because I went to high school here and the last thing I wanted in 2002 was to find myself living in Longmont <laughs> in 2020. Yep, and, yep. I, but I look at what happened over those, what, almost 20 years now? Like we're coming up on that. Um, what, I like to say Longmont got cool. I don't know if I got old or Longmont got cool. There's some, maybe a middle place in between, but there's more, there's more to do here now. Like the restaurants, you know, I've really upgraded and they're better than just those chain restaurants that used to be around back in the day. You know, it, it was always Pump House, and now you got, you know, just a dozen, like, more than that, of just, like, great locally owned, good food, etc. You throw that into the brewery space and distilling, and, and just, there's a lot here. And, of course, we get to look out at the mountains every day, and it's a gorgeous view, too. So, I, I don't know, like, there's, I guess there's a lot of reasons, but, but Longmont, Longmont has gotten really cool in my mind. Yeah, and actually, it was surprising to find out too. I graduated from Longmont High in '83, 
a lot longer than a lot older than you, but uh, I, our friends of mine and I were always laughing when people were telling us that they were moving here, that they specifically looked at Longmont to move here. And I was like, if you would ask me in high school, you in high school, if you yeah. would have had people that were like wantingly to move to Longmont or wanting or desiring and, and actually picking it over many thousands of other communities, that's pretty amazing to say how our, our community has grown and changed and evolved. So it's pretty neat. So. And what, uh, let's see, we'll allow you a shameless plug. We've not been plugging you already, but can you tell us what your website is? Yeah, stickergiant.com. As Eric said, it's easy to use. So if you, <laughs> if you need stickers or labels, uh, yeah, please look us up. And um, we do have a coupons page, so you can actually go get a 10% off deal if you sign up for our email. So to hear that, Brady, you can go off right now and go get a 10% off coupon. Hot diggity. Stickers. See, Hot diggity. Hot diggity. Hey, it's just for you, Brady. <laughs> That's right. so Jesse, much. thanks so much for joining us today. We really appreciate it. And best to you and best to Sticker Giant. Yeah, thank you both so much. Uh, love what you're doing. Love the foundation too, Eric. And yeah. All right. Thanks for having me Thanks on. a lot. Take Thanks, care. Jesse. Bye-bye. You too. Bye. All right. That was Jesse Freitas from uh, Sticker Giant. Uh, I love the history about the coming up with the sticker. He is not my president and having 30,000 orders. Yeah, that's nuts. I mean, that's crazy. You imagine? Yeah, that was... I'd be yeah, like, that crap, was... I got, crap, now I have to produce a sticker. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm going to do this. Well, at least it'd have a worthwhile run to take to somebody, I guess. But I holy guess smokes. so. Holy yeah, speaking cow. of, speaking of, uh, the ballots are out. I got mine in the mail like yes. Saturday or whatever, uh, Friday. I uh, just filled it out today. So I'm, I'm being an upstanding citizen. Ours are filled out. They just have to be dropped off. So there's there's places that's pretty easy around here. Uh yeah, Check so over yeah. on like uh, the hub, the community hub, which is over by the new development where they've got the giant crane going on. That's yeah, like the like, four or 500 block Six? of Kaufman. Yeah, 500 block, yep. Whatever it Correct. is. Correct, so there's a nice little the, drop-off box there. Like the museum or something was taking it to out there? In I, the museum does, yeah. Museum has a drop-off place too as well. But uh, make yeah. it easy. And um, I volunteer or work with the election, and so I'm always encouraging people to vote early because it hopefully makes my life not so stressful being up so late at night so or as the old joke goes vote early vote often no i don't know about vote often <laughs> that's why it's a joke because i'm a... exactly all right another news another news uh a park over to uh kensington park i can't remember where kensington park is but somebody drove into the bathroom over there like wow. the park structure yeah, yeah yeah there's a picture of it and um it's all smashed up and i guess uh, i guess a couple weird things um the guy managed to drive away and like half of this thing's missing. It's crazy. Like it, it looks like somebody blew out a garage door on it or something with bricks and rebar and stuff everywhere. Uh, so that's all messed up. And then I, I guess a guy was sleeping in there when it happened. Oh my God. Was he okay? Yeah, I think he's fine. Yeah. I think he might've gotten um, dinged up a little bit, but I think he's okay. Um, Five thirty in the morning, two days ago. Uh, so it says truck driver. Yeah. There's a bunch of hoses and gears and stuff left at the scene. Hopefully they find the guy, you know, like, come on, you're going to just plow headlong into this thing and take off. Uh, well, Kensington Park is 100 Longs Peak Avenue. So just for oh. those who want to know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I know that. So anyway, uh, that's, that happened. That, that sucks. I mean, that's, you know, that's just no good. Wow. But that happened. Um, yeah. 530 in the morning. So uh, it looks bad. I hope that And guy's then right. you had some other news. Let's see. I think we're all wishing that the Cameron Park peak fire would be extinguished. So hopefully the fall weather and hopefully with a greater chance of precipitation that will come to fruition. Yep. 
I know that Rocky Mountain National Park has actually closed the North Boundary Trails in an abundance of caution. So Cow Creek, uh, Gem Lake, all of those have been closed because well, it just seems like when bad. we have bad days, they're very bad days, very sudden, very violent yeah. and abrupt, and it just shows up and starts blowing. Well, Continu- and you also won't want some goofball to just go out, you know, like, hey, I'm going to do a long distance hike and all of a sudden get lost. And No, and or, I saw a video of a guy who was up hiking and then some, I don't know if it was up there, if it was one of the other ones, but he said, the fire had wrapped around a two had joined together. And then he stuck. He had to get air, air oh, evacuated. And, yeah. you know, I think at the time when he went, it wasn't that big a deal. I've just avoided it all. I don't go up there very often anyway. Yeah. yeah. Right now it is 134,000 acres. Uh, I think it's third, third biggest set to actually become the biggest. If things continue overtaking what was just the biggest as of this year. So it's like, we've had a, a pretty wild run, but 47% contained. I'm hoping, you know, I'm hoping to get this done. Um, yeah, me too. Stuff. Uh, me I expect too. more in the future. Uh, let's see. Oh, interesting development on the uh, safe lot, the RV safe lot. An idea was floated at the council meetings to use the um, fairgrounds. The, the fairgrounds, yeah. Yeah. yeah, the fairgrounds, yeah. because the fairgrounds are not being used because of COVID anyway. And so they thought, and like we mentioned, the sanitation, the emptying of the things is one of the, the really big issues. Yeah. So, you know, I've got mixed feelings. I'll leave this up to council. That's why we have council. Um, you know, if you've got strong feelings, yeah, make it your representative. Don't well, don't. and they actually have to get permission from the county to even yep. entertain that. So, because the county owns the fairgrounds land. So, uh, you know, if I were a betting person and wanted to give them odds, I would say the odds are slim. The county will go along with that. But I don't yeah. know. Maybe I'm wrong. I could see, I could see our sitting city council saying, sure, but I, yeah. uh, to get all of the pieces together, yeah, maybe not. So, Interesting idea. We'll see how that one plays out. Um, that's, that's one true. of those things that's in And the then work. Ziggy's is expanding. That was another thing you said. So yep, that's pretty Ziggy's cool. I mean, up. from small startup to, you know, on Main yeah. Street to... Gosh, All the way to Des Moines. Des Moines. Des Moines. Des Moines, yeah. Des Moines, Iowa. Yeah. So they're going to have something over there uh, adjacent to Little Jungle Safari, <laughs> an early childhood center. Cool. Why not get uh, wired and pick up your kid? Absolutely. Yeah, I just get all you know, just, just your teeth rattling. Just, just, come That's on, right. we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna go. <laughs> so they're they're moving out. I'm actually surprised. Um, I kind of thought that we were sort of locked up in terms of the franchises that we were gonna have, you know, nationally for for coffee availability. Ziggy's is fine. Um, I would rather go to one of the local places. You know, don't 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 throw any hate my way. Drink whatever you want. Well, it's uh, technically local. It started here, so it started here. Yeah, you know, but like one of the, the places that's got you know just just stuff in town. I tend to like uh, La Vida Bella or yeah. Luna or whatever. I guess yeah. I tend to go. Whatever. Um, I'm happy to see there's another contender up against the other big wigs, um, and I'm happy to see that it comes out of Longmont. That's pretty cool. I would say that between Dutch Brothers, you know, again, that's the paint store that's disguised yeah. as a coffee house. Or a- sure, Williams <laughs> Coffee House. I swear. And so if you haven't listened to gone back and listened to our entire catalog, we went and did a coffee run at one time. We very early. We searched for ideas. And um, we went there and I didn't even realize that was a coffee place for a long time. I really thought it was just Sherman. No, it's crazy. And it's kind of hidden right there yeah. on Main Street between and 9th and 10th. Yeah. And yeah. it's booming. People go there like crazy. And it I is. can't figure out really why because it seems like a logistical nightmare to get in and out of. People love the coffee. Power to you. Drink whatever you want. Again. You know, yeah. when people love that coffee, they either like it or really hate it. I'm not. I really was not that impressed. But we're going to have to revisit our coffee again. Yeah. Cause we, I thought it was a little light. we got a me, few so. new places. So, you know, even the... Uh, the the place on on third in the old hotel. Oh, what am I thinking of? Um, 
The Java one where stop. China Panda, Java Stop. Yep. Yeah, Java Stop. Haven't owners. tried the new their new uh, right. coffee over there because they have new owners. But yeah, I think so, we yeah. should do that again. That'd be cool. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how good of an idea it is to make those trips these days. But I know, you know you're 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 a shut in, so I will I bring the coffee to you and I will knock on the door and run away so you're not exposed to <laughs> Just anything. Just bring a caddy with like yeah. eight cups of coffee. Yeah, <laughs> yeah stay across the block. Um, there was a thread. There's a thread you online. You continue, continue to shrink in height, but anyway, go ahead. Yeah, I am not five seven. I'm six foot with shoes on. Anybody no who cares. way. No. Yes, way. I am. No way. Honest to you God, I come over to be, here and be measured on my hallway. I here. used. I yeah. if you want, that's just fine. I'll come but, by barefoot. Okay. I'm five. Well, you're not going to come by because you won't leave your house. So you know, I'm going to like. like Get a tape measure. Lay I down. do, but I need I need Kelsey or somebody to verify that. Yeah, I she'll verify. You ask her. She's five four. I'm almost six foot. Well, I'm that's great. Five she can be five and four, and you still can be five seven and <laughs> tower over her. So I yeah. honestly I don't see people's height really unless they're a lot taller than I am. Well, no, point, yeah, like, well, easy cow. for you to say somebody who's who's shorter than six feet. But anyway, yeah. So okay. So uh, there's a thread going online about the best chili. I love these. Things. Oh my gosh! I almost let I almost let out a little swear right there because of the internet. No. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, there's the best chili in Longmont, and a couple of people come in and they're like, I just love that people how people are on the internet like. What do you mean? You want red chili, green chili, Texas chili, bean oh, chili? Lord. And it's like, yeah. and the guy's like, any chili? Like, what's good? And then somebody says, Hidden Cafe. I don't know. I don't. I don't think I. But once or twice, I bought chili in my life from a store. But I don't yeah. usually. And then somebody else shows up, and we're like, maybe you should make, maybe you should make it yourself. And oh, then somebody else Lord. is like, here's no. mine, and he's got like pumpkin in it and stuff. And I'm like, okay, you know, the guy asked a question. <laughs> Yes, we're gonna get good chili yeah answer the question and he's like i know how to cook the guy I, the poor guy it's like i know how to cook chili i i just I like just to don't support. want to yeah yeah i just i yeah. want to support local businesses it's kind of like me it's like you know i know how to churn butter but i want to go find right. good butter yeah. oh yeah like i could make mm. butter i could do all kinds of stuff and i enjoy yeah. making chili i don't buy chili out you know yeah. i don't buy steaks out typically yeah. either because i know yeah. how to grill a good steak but, you know, there's very few actual responses. Uh, Santiago's <laughs> came up for green chili. Uh, Hidden Cafe. Hidden Cafe gets mentioned quite a bit. One of those sleeper sleeper places to eat in town, I guess. So It is. It's pretty cute. It literally is hidden. It's cute. That's for sure. Nice. So, cool. Yeah. So, cool. All right. So I have a few events, too, I wanted to talk about. So Greyhaven's philosophy is at Outworld Brewing. On October 22nd, we talked about Grey Heavens a few uh, oh, yeah. times, but hey, discuss the deeper side of your favorite um, science fiction stuff and fandoms and explore the most interesting ethical issues raised by our favorite shows. So this is really kind of a discussion about science fiction and stuff. Because Outworld, you probably don't know it, but Outworld Brewing has a science fiction theme right oh, throughout it. Yeah. Kind of makes sense. Do they it's sell root cool. beer or something? Because I thought Grey Havens was a youth group. No, actually it's adults too. So, but yeah, they sell, you know, soft drinks, of course, too, over yeah. at Outworld, but they beer, mixed wine, I mean, not mixed wine, but wines and mixed, <laughs> mixed drinks, wine. Also, mixed wine. We know. make our own rosé. That's right. <laughs> out of just, rhubarb. Out just of rhubarb. Pour, out of both, pour out of both jugs, why don't you? <laughs> Reminds me, I was visiting my son up in Laramie. I went to a liquor store. <laughs> he had a front display of wines from North Dakota. And oh, you know, no. whenever I think of fine wine, I think of North Dakota, no, and one, no, of them no, was, no. one of them was rhubarb. And I just thought, you know, yeah, no, that's that's wine. fair. There were a couple wineries in Minnesota, and everybody's like, yeah, you know, they're just not great. Yeah, 
I mean, if you're if you're bringing your grapes in, but it's not a good place for that. Yeah, exactly. I saw I saw a tweet here. This has come up a couple times. I saw go for it. Here. Go for it. And this is the guy, the guy said, I ordered five guys through DoorDash. No, I should have just I should have just bought a yacht. Shaking my head. He says yeah. SMH, and it's like yeah. that was one of my grouses. So you're validated now. I feel validated. validated. Yeah. But if you don't know, I was we we again. If you haven't listened to the entire catalog, I was talking about. I I ordered five guys, and the thing that popped up on the screen was, "Hey, did you know you can crisp your fries up in the oven when they yeah. get there?" And it's like, fries don't transport well. But it took like forty five minutes and cost me an extra fifteen bucks for something I could have gone and got myself. And I was just like, you know what? I'm not going to use DoorDash. Yeah, I like gonna- five guys. I like the people that do their own delivery. <laughs> don't at me. You're going to get blasted again. You're going to get blasted. Uh, I'll tell you. Joe's going to blast you and say, you know, you got to feel fine. Got to feel good for, uh, you know, for uh, five guys. You know, it, what's really actually, I think even more hysterical is McDonald's does delivery now too. And I'm like, I, mm. I can't even imagine that. Did we talk about this? Because no. they are developing a new coding for the fries. Yeah, because I mean, yeah. I I got I got this app that I mean, this announcement. It was like an advertisement that said, "Hey, download the McDonald's app, and get a free sandwich." Well, it turns this out I actually didn't get, didn't get a free sandwich. But then I had to look at the app. I was just curious. I don't go to McDonald's hardly ever, and I'm not trying to feign like ignorance or something like that. I grew up in McDonald's, but now I don't really go there anymore. But I I was shocked about the app saying, "Hey, we deliver," blah blah. And I'm like, "What the heck?" So this is this is actually a thing. There's been a food science breakthrough. Like, okay, so uh, fries kind of suck to transport. As my whole rant, like, yeah, on, yeah, yeah. And on and yeah. on about five guys because they just make fries. I think they just cut potatoes and fry them and send them out. McDonald's actually has like in, in their fries. There's like 17 ingredients. There's like this and then beef yeah, stuff yeah, yeah. And to keep them crispy, and they put a coating on it that before they fry them is basically what happens, and it's all ostensibly safe to eat and they've developed or somebody developed i don't know if it was mcdonald's explicitly they developed developed a new coating for it that supposedly keeps fries crispy for like 30 to 40 minutes wow after they've been cooked yeah and that's the thing and i think that might be part of why they're saying hey we can deliver now because a cheeseburger yeah it's going to be a little like soggy by the time it gets there but if your fries i mean they go from like oh yeah. man i can't stop to what unedible, is, unedible. Yeah, this no. this horde gelatinous mass in like five minutes. <laughs> gross. gross. And it's like you know you shouldn't have eaten it when it was hot. When it's that bad, when it's cold, like I shouldn't have touched this. But oh, it's no. it's a real issue. So no, no. that could be part of it. Um I'd love if more could be uh deliverable, but hey, you know, there's yeah. a reason why pizza works and, and Chinese food works and a couple other ones work and others don't. So. Awesome. Well, we're gonna should we close it out? Should we go? Yeah, I could, I could rant all day, but we can... Well, we could rant about fries all day. We'll do that next time. Next time on a <laughs> special episode of Blossom. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> special episode. <laughs> all right, as always, thanks to Andy Epler for our intro music. Thanks to Native Station for Metropolis. Music for your week. Find us on Amazon Music by saying Allegra, play me side dish. Allegra, Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, where you download your podcast pod content. Reach out to us inside dishlongmont at gmail.com. Let us know where we screwed up. Let us know that you what sandwich you like. Let us know if a hot dog is a sandwich. Thanks, Brady. Thanks, sir. It's overwhelming everything
can't swallow this metropolis.